This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast. Over the next few weeks, our mission is to bring you interviews with key leaders and community members with information you can use while we work together to navigate the impacts of the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Tallahassee Business Podcast is presented by the 223 Agency, a digital relations firm. Hey there, Tallahassee, Jay Revel here. Welcome to another edition of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. This is our latest in a series of special editions of the show that we've been bringing you on a weekly basis where we're reaching out to local business leaders to get a better understanding of how their organizations are being impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Today, we have another outstanding guest on the show, someone who has been a restaurateur in our community for some years now. Uh, we have Sam Osborne. You, you maybe know him from uh, his venture with Island Wing Company or Tropical Smoothie here in Tallahassee. Sam joins us on the show to, again, talk a little bit about all things going on in the restaurant industry uh, as our world has been completely disrupted by this pandemic. Sam, uh, welcome to the show. I, I know things have probably been pretty interesting in your world lately, but uh, we certainly appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Yeah, hey, thanks, Jay. Uh, appreciate you having me on here today. Um, yeah, it's been a little crazy, you know. Uh, to go back to January, never thought in a million years that, you know, we'd all be dealing with something like this. Um, and uh, but we are, and we're we're getting through it. That's right. Yeah, uh, and and it, it certainly takes uh, the whole community to press through these things. And again, appreciate all you're doing and uh, keeping people employed and and moving our community forward through this. It's it's not easy, but it's uh, it's the task at hand. So. Yeah, maybe before, as we sort of kick things off here, Sam, tell us a little bit about you and, and, and how you got into the restaurant industry uh, here in Tallahassee. Sure. Um, you know, it's kind of an interesting story. At least I think it is sometimes. I, uh, I actually grew up my entire life here in Tallahassee. Went to school here, graduated high school, went into the Air Force right afterwards and spent four years traveling around doing that with the Desert Storm and ended up coming back here to go to FSU and uh Originally, I was going to be a civil engineer. You know, I thought that's what I wanted to do. I kind of grew up in a family of builders and architects and stuff like that and thought maybe that was the same thing I should be doing. And I uh, got about halfway through it and just really switched gears and decided I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I just everything I was doing was just always centered around trying to, you know, do things that were not the norm. And uh, at the time, I was a personal trainer and going to FSU and uh, owned a, a personal training camp or a personal training uh venture with a buddy of mine, had a few employees doing that and really enjoyed it and uh, ran across uh, this concept at the time was not even known. I actually am still to date the oldest franchisee in their system, but uh, it's Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Kind of started that uh, a little over 22 years ago over on Market Street and we've grown to, gosh, I think probably about 800 stores nationwide now. We grow, I think we open a store every three or three and a half days, uh, I think is what they said. Um, but got into that, uh, you know, again, never thought I was going to be in the restaurant industry, but it was one of those things where after I started doing, I just really, really loved it, every aspect of it. Um, flash forward years later, probably about, I'd say about 10 years ago, uh, the founder of Travel Smoothie, who, um, I've been great friends with for a long time, told me about this new concept, Island Wing Company that he was coming up with. And it was going to be unique in the sense that it wasn't going to be your normal sports bar, which was, very niche, you know, you, uh, everybody, everybody kind of knows uh, what kind of sports bars they tend to go to. And, you know, we wanted to create something or he wanted to create something that um, 
really kind of hit focus more on the family and more really where things are going in the future. And he said the big thing was going to be no fryers in the whole place. So, you know, I kind of scratched my head a little bit there, and I was like, I don't even know how how you do that. Um, but he did and uh, opened up a few stores doing that already. And then back in 2016, I decided to just jump all in and uh, went in, and we opened up that store over there on Market Street. And so we've been there almost four years now. And uh, it's gone great for us. Um, did way better than we ever thought we were going to do over there. And uh, it's been a great location, great venture. And um, now I'm actually looking at, uh, or actually in the middle of opening up another restaurant called Rock and Roll Sushi. And that's going to open up in the same center as my Tropical Smoothie uh, Cafe is. Um, and so really that's kind of in a, in a nutshell, kind of, you know, how I kind of started out and always grew up here in Tallahassee and, um, you know, when I left, I always thought I was one of those kids who wanted to leave Tallahassee because I thought Tallahassee was no fun and there wasn't anything to do here. And, you know, after traveling all over, I realized that Tallahassee is kind of a, a right in the centerpiece of everything you want to go do without having to be stuck in all the bad stuff, where it's the traffic or this uh, tourism, things like that. So Tallahassee's just been a great town for me growing up, and it's been a great town for me, um, you know, as a business as well. Well, all of that is music to our ears. You know, we uh, we preach the uh, uh, the gospel of Tallahassee on a pretty regular basis, as you can imagine. And uh, those are great stories, great business stories. Uh, you know, every single day we get a chance, I feel like, to meet a, another entrepreneurial story in this town of people who are willing to take a risk, take a chance, put it on the line, and, and, and find some success. And uh, I, I just always enjoy hearing those tales, uh, and, and that one's no different. Uh, big fan of Tropical Smoothie. I'm a sunrise, sunset kind of guy personally. Uh, always a lovely treat, especially on a, as this weather starts getting a little warmer. But, uh, no, that, that's all that's all fabulous to hear. And, obviously, you know, with uh, a couple of concepts up and running here in town, you've you've got a pretty big, uh, uh, you know, employee base. You've got a lot of operations going on. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how this uh, pandemic has impacted your business so far? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, you know, I've got about 120 employees right now. And, um, you know, one of the biggest things we saw when this thing came and hit us, and I say hit us, it, we went right off the cliff. You know, I don't think we are unique in our story whatsoever. Um, but we just, you know, sales fell off the cliff. And, you know, that forecast of, you know, two, four weeks out um, kind of went away. You were now thinking two, four months out, you know, and how do we make that happen? How do we get to that two and four months? And so, you know, we have in the restaurant industry, we're, we're pretty blessed with a wide range of staff. So, you know, it ended up working out for the most part, okay, in the sense that we were able to keep on those ones that were real critical and the ones that really needed their jobs. We did have to furlough a few people, um, and then we have a lot of kids that are in college and high school, and quite honestly, a lot of their parents were like, hey, just just come back home, take off that time, work, you know, it's not a big deal that you have all this job and you get these hours. So, you know, I won't say it was easy by any means, and I won't say it worked out great for everybody because it didn't, um, but, you know, we were able to get through this um, with the staff, and, uh, and, and it's, what's really been interesting is, um, and, you know, and after 22 years of doing this in the restaurant industry, and I think this is probably one of the parts that I'm, I love the most is that, you know, these, these kids, everybody thinks of them as kids that work in restaurants or kids that do these, you know, uh, startup jobs or whatever. These guys are hungry. I mean, these guys are, they come in, they're enthusiastic, and the ones that stayed on with us, um, they just, they came in every day with a smile on their face and they're like clay. They just want to be molded and they were getting, they were getting as, 
you know, thinking outside the box as much as we were on how do we make this work? You know, we started coming up the curbside delivery packages that we were doing, and they were involved in that as much as we were. And uh, so, you know, for that, it's almost like we feel like as we're starting to come down on that other side, and this journey may be, you know, months down the road and before it's all over with, but we feel like, hey, we, we were all the ship together. Well, we did this together. We got through this together. And for me, that means a lot because these are staff members that, you know, whether a high school or college, I know that we'll both look at each other 10, 15 years from now and look back and go, hey, you remember when? And uh, so, you know, that, that part of it has been encouraging. You know, I think you're right uh, on a lot of fronts there. The, the part there at the end about the remember when, I do believe that, that when we get down the road and have some time to look back and reflect on all this, uh, that it'll, it will be a make or break point for a lot of folks and it'll be a place where you can trace back, uh, some pretty big success stories. And, you know, as, as we've been going through, um, you know, as a chamber of commerce these past six, seven weeks now, uh, reaching out to businesses, hearing these stories directly, it's amazing and, and quite an inspirational the things that people are coming up with to, to press on and keep their businesses running and reinvent as they're as they're going uh, on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, obviously now that sort of transitions into this next phase as the governor has started to announce, you know, the phase one of, of reopening our economy here in the state of Florida. What, what You know, obviously in, in the restaurant industry is a big, big part of that. You know, that, that's always has been a huge focus of a lot of this. Um, what are you seeing? What is that process looking like from your end? And what can uh, customers and folks in our community start to expect from organizations like yours yeah you know we're uh we're we're following those guidelines where it's 25 percent seating in the stores it's unlimited outside but it's spatial seating six feet or more between all the tables um no bar service whatsoever um and uh you know what we're seeing is that we're getting a good mix of it all right now you know we had yesterday is our first day so we can't count success for this but we had a great first day yesterday um and it was nice because it was, uh, you know, when you come in the store, there was definitely a different atmosphere in the sense that when you come in, everybody's being very cautious about certain things. You know, we even routed people like, you know, when they come in, they only enter the store on one side of our host stand and then on the other. We've got uh, sanitizer, hand sanitizer all over the store, touchless systems for all the staff and all the employees or all the customers. Um, we're sanitizing, you know, when I say wiping down, but sanitizing every single thing that they touch afterwards. So when guests leave, get up, we're having to sanitize the tables, sanitize even the menus. Uh, we're very limited on what we're putting on the tables. That way we don't have unnecessary items on, on the table right away. Um, but it felt like yesterday for the first day that, like, Tallahassee was finally coming back to life. You know, I was sitting there with my manager, and we were just talking about how nice it felt to actually see people sitting in the store. Uh, but we still have a lot of customers uh, that are coming up and, and doing the, the drive through or the drive up and the curbside delivery stuff, which is great. It's fine. You know, we'll get through this and this may be in store for us for the next 12 months. Uh, but it has been a little bit of changing gears. Um, I, I, I liken it to, we talked about the other day, how it's almost like you're having to learn a little bit of a different language. You know, we've been in this restaurant industry and doing this at Island Company or Travel Smoothie. Uh, for years, but how we're doing it and how we're delivering it and those services um, is a little bit of a change-up. So it's sort of a training curve, a uh, learning curve for all of us, um, even including the employee, I mean, staff, I mean, I'm sorry, customers when they come in as to how this all works, how, to, how do we hand you things, how do you pick up things. Um, 
So, but like I said, yesterday was a great day. We all just had a little bit different pep in our step yesterday, knowing that, you know, we're, we feel like, um, you know, we can get through this and, and, you know, we may be in this for the long haul, but that's fine. We'll, we'll make it. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I appreciate that perspective. Do you get the sense that, that things will certainly be, um, in this new normal for, for quite some time? I think so. I mean, I, I think it would be very naive to think that life's going to be back to normal in the next four weeks. I, I just think that'd be a naive way to look at it. But I do think that we'll get there. But I think the way the patterns and the things that we do, the things that we pay attention to, is going to change. You know, we used to wipe down tables all the time and with a sanitizer solution, but now it's just a different set of sanitizers that we're using, a different uh, set of eyeballs. And when you close the store, you're not looking at just cleaning things and putting things in the right place. You're looking at how can you, you know, change the way that people will least likely touch items um, so that way mm-hmm. things aren't just laying out at people's disposal. Um, so I, I think we are in that for the norm, but I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, I, I think uh, I always say you never grow inside your comfort zone. And right now I don't know a person that's outside their comfort zone. Yeah, I think that's that's very well said. Um, you know, what about within your organizations? Um Anything that's been particularly creative or interesting that you've seen from your employees or team that that put a smile on your face and really, you know, maybe appreciate just uh, the thinking that goes into the work they're all doing day to day? Well, I'd say the biggest thing is attitude. I mean, you can really see a sense of appreciation for people's jobs. I mean, that just people love the fact that they were being able to get hours and stay on, but um, I, I say the involvement. I mean, in staff, you know, usually a lot of times we'll stand around looking at management or looking at the owners and say, okay, what's our solution for everything? What are we supposed to do in this predicament? I, I, one thing I'm so happy to see is so many employees just giving sort of their thought of, hey, have you thought about this? And we'd always like that. We're always telling employees, hey, y'all use the front line all the time. But a lot of times they don't do that. Boy, it and it left and right. So it's been we did we truly have been in this together. Yeah, that's great. And you know, obviously, um, like you were saying earlier, you're going through some expansion plans and some new concepts, and um, I'm sure that has been impacted as well. What what has that process been like as you've been trying to get a a new concept, a new store off the ground during all this? Yeah, it's definitely slowed things down. Um, you know, we talked to the city a couple months back, or you know, when you're sort of knee-deep in all this, um, they had cut their staff back in half, and they were working two weeks on, two weeks off with different sets of employees. So right away, you were cut in half. And then, of course, a lot of people work from home, or they're working with limited uh, space or hours or resources for themselves as well. So it really slowed a lot of the permitting. My tropical smoothie, we did a major expansion in the middle of all this, and we were actually supposed to be done with it about six weeks ago and uh, and actually have already moved into it, and that got delayed until just uh, a week ago today. And uh, so that got slowed down because of permitting and because of all the things going on uh, in the construction industry. And so Rock and Roll Sushi, we've been in permitting now for probably about two months. And, uh, and I, I don't want to say the end isn't near, but, you know, I don't expect them to call up next week to pick up your plans and get started with construction. So definitely the, um, and, uh, you know, I have, we haven't noticed anything in construction supply chain wise slowing down like we have in the food industry. We've definitely noticed a lot of slowdown in the supply chain. 
when it comes to food and the, the availability of certain foods out there. Well, tell me a little bit about that, actually. That's that's a great question to, to address. Um, you know, there's a lot of reports out there. You see different things, various rumblings online about, you know, food supply chains. And, yeah, I think most people probably don't quite understand. Uh, I don't even understand it. But, you know, the difference between the uh, supply chain for restaurants and, and commercial industries versus, uh, you know, what we all get and see at the grocery store. But, can you just reflect a little bit on that and, and what that world looks like for you all right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you, you know, one one bullet point would be just chicken wings in general, chicken in general. Um, you know, when this all first hit and March Madness obviously disappeared and that went away, in, in our line of work in, in Island Wing Company specifically um, and also in Trouble Comedians, we have a lot of chicken that we sell there. Um, we thought, oh, my God, this would be great for prices because the demand now dropped and the supply should be high of all these products. Well, lo and behold, you know, I think Tyson alone shut down 80% of all their plants. And so there's going to be a trickle-down effect of that. You know, there's going to be um, uh, definitely whether it's uh, – we're already seeing on the front end right now starting to trickle down. But, you know, this could be months down the road in lots of different food items – um, that it's hard to get that engine started again um, from, from a supply chain because they've got to get the factories back up and running. Then once they get them back up and running, they've got to start backfilling um, their warehouses that then back into all the distribution. So, um, you know, it's going to be very difficult for um, – I think you're going to see it even in the grocery stores, uh, just certain items that were if the major warehouses, major plants got shut down because of all this and sending all the employees home. There's going to be a disruption that could be three to six months down the, you know, trickling down the chain um, of events for all of us. Gotcha. Okay, and you know, maybe uh, to wrap up, you know, you were talking about your newest store, Rock and Roll Sushi, uh, coming soon to Tallahassee. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Maybe a little preview of what that concept is like. Sure. It's um, it's a buddy of mine brought it to me about a year and a half ago, and uh, and I love sushi, first of all. I, I seem to get in all the restaurant concepts that I love the most. So, you know, Trouble Sushi <laughs> is the first, and then um, Island Wing Company with their bay wings, and then now I love sushi. And so, but sushi a lot of times is an intimidating restaurant to go into, and, uh, you know, and most sushi places are always the same. You know, it just has that sort of quiet atmosphere, and it's if you don't know sushi or don't even know if you want to try it, it's just an awkward place to, you know, go in and order sushi. Well, you know, my best comparison I can give you is uh, take sushi meets Hard Rock Cafe uh, or Hard Rock Hollywood, you know, just that sort of edginess. When you come in, you've got the MTV and the you know, Motley Crue videos playing on the wall, and it's got more of an edgy feel with the guitars on the wall. And so it's just got a fun vibe, but it's really great sushi as well. So, you know, we call it Sushi Amplified. And, um, you know, it's just a, a fun place to go, and you'll be able to sit at the bar or you'll be able to sit there, um, you know, in the restaurant and order it or order it together. And it's just a, a great, great concept. It's a really cool name for that as well. Yeah, that, I look forward to trying that. I'm a big sushi hound myself, and uh sounds like a fun and upbeat concept. And if there's anything we need right now, it's a little bit more fun in our lives. Uh, no doubt. Uh, and and I, I know everybody in town is looking forward to getting out and, uh, doing some more in-person dining again soon, seeing our economy come back open. And, uh, Sam, you know, we, we all, uh, probably take it for granted the work that so many folks like you and, and others do in the restaurant industry. Uh, we, we try to be good supporters of our local restaurants and go out and dine. But, 
you know, we know it's a lot of hard work. It's a tough business. And right now, you know, we, we are all thinking of you as you're going through these challenging times. But we look forward to coming in again, sitting down with friends, breaking some bread, and uh, experiencing all the great culinary delights our town has to offer. So appreciate you stopping by on the podcast again today. Appreciate all you're doing uh, as a business owner and entrepreneur here in Tallahassee. And just thanks for, um, for, for being a chamber supporter and someone who is a real champion for our community. Yeah, absolutely. We look forward to seeing you out and about uh, again soon, uh, Sam. And for those of you who are listening today, we appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. We always like to try to bring you new and exciting and interesting stories from the world of business here in Florida's capital city. And even though right now we're going through some challenging and certainly unique times, uh, uh, business is still going strong. Uh, it's not normal. Don't get me wrong, but it's still going strong and people are working very hard on the front lines to continue to serve you uh, through a variety of businesses. And we want to be a source for that information and where you can come to learn about all things going on in the Tallahassee business community. As always, you can visit our website, www.talchamber, that's T-A-L-chamber.com, for all sorts of information on the Tallahassee business community, as well as specifically related to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and the business response to reopening our economy. Folks, thanks for listening. As always, be sure to leave us a review and subscribe to the show if you don't haven't already. We appreciate your support of the Chamber of Commerce, and thanks for being such a great supporter of our community. Talk to you soon.